Hello, everyone. We're here with another episode of The Christian Artist, and we're going to do a G3 recap. We're going to talk about uh, the G3 conference that Carly and I uh, just went on. Uh, Connor was also in Atlanta with us, but he did not go to the conference, and he's working, so he's not here today. But before we do that, we have a very special announcement. Drum roll, please. I'm moving to Alaska. <laughs> Than I, thought it was I know. It was really good. It was really good. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Chase. No, that is not the actual announcement. Why would Chase move to Alaska? He's 15. He has <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day I will. But that's not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Right now, what our actual announcement is. You want to say it? Caleb and I are dating. Yep, <laughs> it's true. Uh, Carly and I are dating. How did this happen, you ask? <laughs> the sovereignty of God. Yeah. <laughs> so Carly and I originally met through the internet. And so we started this little podcast. We started The Christian Artist back in April 2015. I think it was 2015. Yeah, I think it was 2015. And we did not expect anyone but people who actually knew us in person to watch or listen to that podcast. But uh, crazily, this girl uh, was just running and wanted the podcast to listen to what you just typed in, like Christian podcast, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like that. And uh, our, our podcast came up, the podcast that nobody listens, nobody listened to up to that point. And it was very insignificant. But the sovereignty of God was like, no, Carly, you will find this podcast. And so she she uh, commented on one of her posts um, and we realized she existed and that she was listening to our podcast and she lived in Washington. And we we're like, what? You don't know us? Why are you listening to our podcast? But uh, we quickly, she, she quickly became our uh, um, biggest fan, our number one fan. And we, we mentioned that through the whole run of the show. But then um, there came a moment where we were like, well, we started just like interacting on social media and just mm -hmm. like being friends through that and not just you know, through the podcast. Yeah. And we were like, well, we, you know, we know Carly now, like she's cool. Let's have her on the podcast to talk about spoken word, talk about poetry. And so that was a fun episode. That was a blast. And, uh, we were, and then we started just doing episodes after that. And that was the time we, about the time we started doing them on Twitch. And we were like, you know, what we should do, we should just have Carly on as a permanent co-host because we really liked the chemistry that all of us had on the podcast. And so what was it? The second of the the world building series mm -hmm. thing that we, we did again, you came on and helped us brainstorm our story idea. And from there, the rest was history. You just came on the, the podcast as a regular co-host. Mm -hmm. And then we had you come to Wisconsin last year to not last year, 2018. Yeah. It's 2020 right now. Uh, yeah. Come, come last, uh, 2018, summer of 2018, come visit us. I still don't know why your parents <laughs> let you do that. It was very My strange. Dear mother, it was her idea. It was her idea. <laughs> so apparently your mom, no, mom knew maybe she was behind this all along, <laughs> but 
yeah, Carly came and visited us here in Wisconsin, and we became even better friends. Uh, and you got to meet all of our friends here and get to, get to know our, our family and all that stuff. And then we visited you in 2019 and had a fun time in Washington. And we, we were at, it was about that time, summer and then leading into the fall, um, that I think we both started realizing that we were each other's best friend, that we were like, we're best friends, like we're really close. Um, but not anything, you know, we didn't necessarily have it on our radar at that point that it was anything more than that. And then you came for Jared and Jerrica's wedding mm -hmm. and did your spoken word at, uh, that you wrote, which was awesome at, yeah, thanks. Or you're all, um, at the wedding and hung out with us again. And then after you left, I was like, there's a strange void inside of me. I miss Carly a lot. And then we just started talking a whole bunch. We started hanging out a whole bunch uh, online, just video chatting and talking on Twitter and all that jazz. Um, and we quickly realized that this was more than just being best friends, that we were interested in each other. Um, do you want to tell... I've just been rambling, so I, I want you to tell part of the story. Do you want to tell the whole, like... Well, you should tell the next part of the story. I don't know what you want to go to next, but... Okay. Um, There's several pieces. Yeah, I mean, one day after the Christian artist, like, we were just video chatting for a long amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and if you watch that episode of the Christian artist, you can tell that there was, it was awkward, but, like, yep. we were giggly. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Very giggly. Um, but after, we were just kind of hanging out video chatting really late at night, um, sharing memes and laughing way too hard. Um, and then Caleb was like, I have a serious question for you. And I was like, okay. Um, and I totally like knew what it was. Um, and then he was like, would you ever consider dating me? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Before I even finished asking the question, which is a feat because there's a delay on during video chat. So you basically <laughs> said yes before I even like, it was basically like the moment I began the question. <laughs> more or less um but yeah i mean we had it had become very obvious to both of us that we were subtweeting each other uh with <laughs> yeah. love song lyrics <laughs> and so yeah i mean both of us knew each other really well we like pretty much all the same things we're very very similar people in all the best ways mm -hmm. um we get along really well and we were like Hmm, I think this is a thing. Is it a thing? And I was like, I just need to ask because I want to make sure that I'm not like, you know, um, that I'm, I'm actually like understanding what's going on between us right now. Um, you know, and if you had said like, no, that's not something, you know, okay, we can still be friend, best friends. But I was like, I need to like at least know so we can move forward. Um, but the real reason I asked that Monday was uh because of my good friend aubrey um <laughs> shout out yeah you. shout out to you isn't she just at aubrey carell on so. twitter yeah i will check yeah i want to check um she's a good good uh twitter friend of both of ours and there was a post going around or i don't remember what it was she tweeted about like you know wanting so something about relationships she tweeted something about relationships and you know, someone was like, hey, you know, we need to set Aubrey up with a, with a guy. 
you know, hey, Josh Taylor of Blimey Cow, you know, who do you, you know, you need to match make for Aubrey. And he saw that me and Aubrey were uh, talking on that Twitter thread. And he's like, how about you two? You know, me, you, and, you and Aubrey, Caleb and Aubrey. And Aubrey immediately wrote and said, uh, no, Josh, everyone knows that Caleb and Carly are a thing. Um, everybody ships Kale and Carly together, is what she said. It's Ob's Cares. A-U-B Scares. Scares. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out to her on Twitter. Um, but uh, it, there was a moment where I saw that tweet, and I was like, does everyone ship us together? And and uh, what, I've re- what I've kind of realized through the, through the course of figuring all this stuff out is everyone knew before we did. Yeah. Or at least, the, in, you know assumed it would eventually happen yeah um but i saw that tweet and i was like okay if people actually think this and then i i i was like did carly see this tweet and i assumed that she had and i didn't and you, somehow, you didn't somehow i had tweet notifications but I, on but i thought you did <laughs> yeah that's true yeah but i thought you did and so i was like okay she's not liking this tweet she's not responding to this tweet what if what if this is really awkward for her because she does she's not interested in me I need to make sure that I clear the air and that I make sure like there's no weirdness between us. And so I was like, okay, I just need to ask this question and we'll see what happens. I, I didn't really have any expectations. I had hopes, but no expectations. Um, and then, yeah, she said yes. Um, and so we've been like secretly dating for a little while. Yeah. Not a bunch like, of people have known. Not a bunch of people have known, but internet. just the, not the internet at large. Um, but yeah, we, we wanted to wait a while and officially announce it when she was here in person in Wisconsin so we could do a live episode and, and announce it to to the world <laughs> now the world knows that I am in love with Carly Pinch <laughs> so yeah no it's pretty cool we're both pretty excited about it um and for all the people who have shipped us over the years <laughs> your dream came true the Jim and Pam moment has happened happily ever after from here on out Lord willing. Um, but yeah. So that was our special announcement. And right after this episode, we'll probably like make a Facebook Facebook official and all that jazz, which will be fun. Um, I'm ready for that dopamine rush of likes that's going to come from people giving me validation about my relationship choices. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the reason Carly's in town is uh, we just went to the G3 conference. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the G3 conferences, it's a great theology conference. Uh, and the you know G3 stands for Grace, Gospel, and Glory. I don't know if it's in that order necessarily. I think it is. Theology conference, and we taught they talked about worship this year. Um, yeah. So we're gonna give our thoughts and yeah, talk about how it went. We just got back yesterday from from the conference. I uh, went from like Thursday to Saturday. I guess there was a pre-conference on Wednesday, but we didn't go to that. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was great. Carly, what are your thoughts? That's a very broad question. Yeah. Um, Just general thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go last year, so yeah, it was like a completely new experience. And I've been to some like conferences before. I've been to like a fine arts competition when I used to be in the AG. Um which was kind of similar, except like I was competing and like watching people perform. So right. it's a little different than that. like sitting in on sessions, mm-hmm. but, but like the sides of it kind of reminded me of that. Um, and just like being in a convention center. Um, 
and I went been to the Grace Gender Conference in Moscow, Idaho, but that Christ Church puts on, but that's like really small because it's just in the one church. Mm -hmm. um, but this was like big, and um, and it was really cool because I don't think I've been in like a space of that many like-minded like reformed Christians. So it was like I certainly hadn't been until last year, but it was nice yeah. entering back into that space it was for so sure. Nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Because you you have a very broad like good understanding that everyone around you is unified in the mm -hmm. truth. Yeah. Um <laughs> sounds it. <laughs> sounds federal vision. Uh yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. We got a picture with Doug. Wilson, we did. So. We did indeed. And the internet didn't go crazy. Not yet. Not yet. I'm also going to NSA, so if they, they'll probably go crazy at some point. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me, Twitter. Um, yeah, no, it was great. Um, a lot of really good information about biblical worship. Mm -hmm. About making sure that we're basing all of our views and practice in the church, in the local church, with worship. Um and not just, you know, singing praise songs, mm -hmm. but also just the general, the broader concept of worship, uh, our corporate worship during the local, you know, when the local church gathers. Really good, scripturally sound, biblical um, teaching, and a lot of really helpful just like extrapolations and applications yeah. that were given, right? Because it's one thing to just be like, biblical worship. Don't make worship about yourself. Make it about God. But it's like, well, okay, what does that look like? What is what mandates does Scripture give us to practically apply that to our local church bodies? I thought it was really helpful. Um, just thinking about my own local church context in in, in wanting it to grow and mature, um, to to have that information, to have the, those resources, and then to have that be put up on the G three website later and just be able to reference it again. Mm -hmm. I just want to like send those sermons to like everybody I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those will be online, like just like last year. The The only reason I was able to say anything in the G3 recap from last year is yeah. because I was able to watch all of the sermons online. Yeah. So those will be posted, I believe, on YouTube on the G3 channel. So yep. they're good. Uh, definitely watch them. Yeah, within, <laughs> within two to four weeks, I think they're, they're going to get those up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really recommended conference. They're, they're switching it up a little bit next year. And they're having like a cruise thing that's not like a, the same thing in January, but they're moving the October, they're moving <laughs> moving the conference dates to October yeah. for the, like the main sessions. Um, and and after so that, they're doing the more local ones. Right yeah, now. so they're just switching up the format. But I still like if you look up anything about G three the G three conference, no G three ministries, I guess is what they're calling themselves. Um, I would recommend checking them out. Um, lots of biblically sound, reformed mm -hmm. teachers that can help kind of clear away some of the cobwebs of our postmodern culturally influenced church world. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carly, what was your favorite session? Tell us a little bit about it. Hmm. I think my favorite was, I mean, Paul Washer's coupled with Stephen Lawson's first one. Um, Cause Paul preached before um, Stephen Lawson. Um, and Paul Washer's was like super intense, like in the way that Paul Washer is when he preaches, like he was like crying at the end of it. Um, and you know, he was just explaining how like the church today has, um, widely like 
just destroyed like the bride of Christ, like um, like defaced her and made her something that's not what God intended. Mm-hmm. And like it was it was so intense because you could tell that he cared about what he was talking oh, yeah. about. I don't um, think Paul Washer talks about anything he doesn't care about, it, yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, okay, it was, there was a moment for me that was like, obviously, like, the gospel has to be true because people care this much about it. Yeah. Um, not to say that I doubt that the gospel's true, but... Until you saw that Paul... <laughs> like, I mean, you were saved again! <laughs> it happened! Um, but yeah, that was a yeah. really cool moment of, like... Like there are just there are such passionate people about mm-hmm. the gospel and yep you can tell they the moment love. of like I want to be I want to care that much yeah. um yep. and then Steve Lawson's after that was about election right you just described every Steve Lawson I mean, sermon ever yes. but yes but um <laughs> well, yeah specifically talking about how election and the doctrine of election um and God's sovereignty in that directly relates to how we worship him. And um, I think one of the things he said was, what was the quote? Um, it was like denying God's sovereignty is a um, frontal assault on his, on his glory. Direct assault on his glory. Yeah, yeah I think that's um, cool. Which yeah. is, yeah, it's very straight, true. Straight fire. It. Yeah. Um, and both of the times that Stephen Lawson preached, by the end of it, I was thinking just like, uh, the gospel is so beautiful. And I was like crying. And then the worship that accompanied that was like, so, so good. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, ah, tears. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite was Steve Lawson's last sermon. Um, just an expository and doxological look at Revelation 5. I I just really love the way that he clearly kind of taught, like, all right, the way that the book of Romans works, right, is we learn theology, we learn about who God is, and then we pour out praise because we know Mm -hmm. who he is. And that's the pattern we see in scripture for theology and doxology, theology and doxology, Um, right? Having a doxology without theology means you're going to worship God wrong, right? You're going to praise him for things that he's praise her for attributes he doesn't have such as <coughs> reckless love um <laughs> yeah right I think one of the things he said was um like the higher theology we have the higher doxology exactly yeah um but if you just Which have theology thing paul washer was saying yeah. is that like we need to know specific things about god because then we can worship him in the correct way that he wants to be yep. worshiped we can't just settle for surface knowledge of the bible like yep. it's it's valuable to actually learn and try to understand theology yep. because of that Yep. And then, but, but if we have theology without doxology, then we just have intellectual, yeah. you know, intellectualism yeah. basically, and right? And if you have it's doxology just... without theology, you have wrong doxology. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So both are needed and they're, the one comes out of the other, yeah. um, right? Uh, doxology doesn't lead to theology. Theology leads to doxology. So we learn and then we pour out praise. We learn and then we pour out praise. Um, which I it was interesting because I I don't remember who mentioned this or who talked about this. Um, but there was someone made a comment about how that's why they like praise to be after the sermon. Hmm. Um, and I was like, that is a good point. Like yeah, having at the very like like ma- the majority of the songs like mm-hmm. after the sermon because, and especially if the if the songs are directly based off of the whatever doctrine is being taught in the main sermon, right. then you you can learn 
and then pour out praise because you yeah. have learned this I, thing. I think that's why it was so effective for them to sing "Is exactly. He Worthy" by Andrew Peterson exactly. right after that sermon. It, it was. It was. Mm -hmm. it, that's a song that's taken directly from Revelation five. Like the lyrics are very like it's almost word for word scripture throughout the yeah. entire thing. Yeah. Um, and it was like that much more powerful after exactly. Stephen Lawson exactly. preached on that passage. Yeah, and and that's ultimately I think that's a very good biblical model of worship. Yeah. Um, right. It's it's learning and pouring out praise because of the learning you mm -hmm. have, because of the new understanding you have of God, or at least the deeper understanding. Um. Yeah, right? Like, you, you learn about Revelation 5, you learn about the angels singing around the throne, and then you join them in singing yeah. after you've understood why. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's yeah. a little wordy for t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I can condense it. I'm a wordsmith. I can do this. I can figure it out. Actually, you're the wordsmith. I'm just the... I'm the word vomiter. <laughs> you're the wordsmith. I say a lot. And you say good things. <laughs> Will you edit? Uh, I just not do when most I'm of talking the editing live. in my head. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't edit anything in my head before I say it, or at least very rarely, which is a problem. Um, <laughs> but you know, one of the things about the concert, I mean, obviously it's a concert about, like, centered around, yeah. like, oh, what, the question, like, what is biblical worship? Yep. And, like, how do we, like, reform the kind of worship that we have today to be what it's supposed to be according to scripture? Um and so obviously the worship there during the conference that we were singing all together was very like it was paid attention to it was like um very carefully put together so that it would be you know that it would meet that standard of what um what worship is supposed to be like yeah so it was um you know the musicians were um very like simply but masterfully pulling it off and it wasn't like, they weren't distracting. Like, it wasn't about them, and yep. it wasn't about anyone singing either. It was, you know, all for God. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, I mean, it was great music. Like, they have amazing yep. voices, and they're super talented, but it wasn't, like, it was obviously not about them. Yep. Um, and, and we pretty much sang, you know, older hymns, some modern hymns, a bunch of songs that I hadn't heard before, but I, like... In my conscience, I was like, I feel completely okay singing these because I know the lyrics are good and they're sound and, um, you know, there wasn't any hint of Bethel or Hillsong <laughs> or Elevation. So um, it was very good. Yep. And just singing songs like the doxology, like that was the very last thing that we did at the conference was um, after singing Izzy Worthy, then Josh Bice gave a few announcements or or maybe it wasn't Josh Bice. It was another person. It was Josh that, Bice, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just like closing off the conference and then it was like okay we're all gonna sing the doxology together now and that's like one of my favorite like worship songs even mm -hmm. though it's like so short like i always wish it was longer. hey but we you discovered that there was, there a, was longer a longer version, version yeah that yeah. ends with the actual like with the um, original yeah yeah uh but we sang the just the short version at the end of the conference and that was so good <laughs> yeah it's good stuff yeah and i mean that's that's one of the things that i really appreciated from the conference as you were saying right just the um the effective way that the worship at the conference portrayed the exact ideas that they were trying to yeah. teach um right they didn't they didn't mm -hmm. you know they weren't hypo hypocritical about the way they they did their worship um they they exemplified the the virtues and sh and really what they did is they showed us what worship should be like yeah. as part of the 
they told us and then they showed us. Um, and, and it helps kind of have this cohesive whole to understand like the point of why we were learning about this stuff. Um, right. Cause I, I think one of the main things I took away from that concept and, and the way they worshiped was it's okay to have a guitar and drums and piano and all this stuff, right. It's okay to have those things. Um, those aren't the problem. The problem is the core of worship, why we're doing it, how we're doing it. Um, you know, percussion can be very helpful to make sure everyone's together. Yeah. Singing Especially together. since lots of church people have really bad rhythm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Um, and so that's very helpful. And, and so, and, and, you know, and a lot of people today don't read music. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're not going to be helped by just, you know, shoving a hymnal in front of them and, and, you know, having no, just having like an organ or whatever yeah. and nothing, nothing wrong with, you know, that necessarily, but it's just like, that's not the regulative principle of worship, which they talked about mm-hmm. doesn't have to mean, um, no instruments doesn't have to mean just yeah. piano. It doesn't have to mean like there, there's a, there's a deeper theological core of worship in scripture. Um, and we have the freedom to, um, to worship God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, hashtag, express that hashtag that post Exactly. Technology exactly. can yes. help you worship God better. Exactly. Um, yeah, obviously there's like, you can worship God without, anything but yourself but technology can help that be more efficient and help other people understand it better yep yep and as long as you don't let the technology or the advancements or the instruments or whatever it is right get in the way of the purpose and the meaning and the the how and the why of what of how you're worshiping it can help and not hinder right because because if we understand the main point of worship the main um, method of worship then we can look at those tools that we have and say, okay, well, how can these tools help us get to that place easier yeah. um, and better and more deeply um, instead of it being, um, oh, you're using a guitar, you yeah. young whippersnapper. <laughs> you're not praising God in the way you should be. Um, right. The, I think one of the things that I noticed about the band most poignantly was the mixing of the audio and the, the way the different yeah. instruments complemented each other was exactly what you want for corporate worship. The drums weren't too loud, but they were loud enough that people could keep the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard way too many worship bands have really loud percussion um, and it doesn't help. It just, like that doesn't, um, you know, you don't want to be distracting with any of these things, right? It's supposed to be as aids to help us all sing together. Yeah. That's the point. Um, if you're not doing that, then there's probably something wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you have any other any other thoughts? Um, it was really cool to get to meet a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we met Alan Nelson the Fourth, who shout out. We reviewed his book Before the Throne on the podcast. That was the last um, episode we did, or two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool because it's like. You know, you see a profile picture on Twitter, and so you have a face to a name, but when you actually meet someone in person, it's like, oh, you have an accent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, like, mannerisms and just, yeah. like, overall, it's easier to tell how nice a person is in person than mm-hmm. on Twitter. Very true. Um, and he's super nice. So. Yeah. We met a lot of super nice people. Yeah. Yeah, I met, uh, we met Lucas Haskins um, mm-hmm. from Twitter. Shout out to you, Lucas. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but 
um, he was he was sweet. He was super nice. Uh, it was great meeting him. And then obviously we mentioned earlier we said hello to Douglas Wilson. Um, and obviously we talked to Becky and Gabe Hughes again, uh, like we did last year. Uh, but you we got to meet the them for the first time, yeah. um, which is cool. Yeah, they're 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 the real deal. <laughs> Becky and Gabe are just solid, super mm -hmm. solid. We almost said hello to Marcus Pittman. Almost, I kept chickening <laughs> out. It's fine. It's fine. We'll have another chance. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure if I visit you at NSA, eventually he'll oh, just I'm be sure. there yeah. for some reason or another. That yeah. just seems inevitable. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's great. That sort of conference is great to just be able to meet those people that have influenced you and in, in, um, that you've met through Twitter or listen to their podcasts or whatever and just kind of connect on a more personal level um, to get to put a, put a face to a name. Um, or at least a more personable face to a name, um, and, uh, be with a bunch of believers who are like-minded and get to see people from other states that you don't get to see very often, right? Like, that's a good excuse <laughs> to be like, hey, Garly, you should come hang out with us, <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, it's good stuff. Highly recommended. You have any, any other thoughts? Um, trying to think what else happened at the conference. There were a bunch of breakout sessions. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. We got to I wish kind I of watch hear all of Todd Friel talk to Bodie Bach. Yeah, we need to watch It was those. hard to hear, yeah. but um, they recorded them, so yeah. they'll be on YouTube, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we sat in on a cross-politic live That was really cool recording. because... I, I love the way that they do podcasts. Yeah. And they get along so perfectly. Yeah, it's obvious they have great. a really good chemistry yeah. together. Um, and Rachel Jankovic just like yeah. fit right yeah. in there really easily too. Um, but yeah, I've never listened to a full episode of the Cro of Cross Politic oh, before. Um, I just have, there's so many podcasts yeah. I need to listen yeah. to. So I just blown on my They're radar, like, but. they're my, when I have been listening to like Apologia Radio, they're my like, I still want to listen Less to the same thing. Less in depth, like they're they're entertaining. They're not just informative. Got it. Yeah. They're like yeah, um, discussing important topics in make a lot of jokes Christianity it, yeah. and politics and yeah. everything. But yeah, they're extremely entertaining to to listen to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that apology isn't, but just they're, a different they're more kind didactic. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was really cool to to get to hear them live and. Um, mm -hmm get a better understanding of what they're about and they're cool they're really cool mm -hmm. uh yeah lots of cool people at at g3 this year um i'm excited to hear james white's talk because we yeah we, got we there missed late that one we missed it but we missed him and joel beaky and joel beaky yeah kind of said he liked that one so uh but yeah it was a good conference and but we're back we got a bunch of free books well, yes, we got so many free books. They're great. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading them. And the reading the books that I got for free last year at G3, which I haven't touched. But uh, both of our goals this year, reading-wise, is to read all the books yeah. that we own. So clear off, off our bookshelves of unread books. We'll see how that goes, because I'm in the middle of reading Brian Sanderson's books. So, But do uh, you have anything else? think so yeah i don't think i do either but yeah we're dating it's yeah. a thing 
and yeah, we went on a first date, like in person, because we, we've been oh. dating through the internet, which is, yeah. you know, we say dating, we mean in a relationship. Yeah. Dating, I think, normally tends to mean like you go places together and do things together. We did that for the first time this week. Yeah. So. Today. Today. Yeah. But we, we went to the G3 conference together. Yeah. But this was our like our first like, yeah, we're actually going on a date. Yeah. And where do we go? Cracker Barrel. Yes. <laughs> My favorite restaurant in existence. In yeah, you don't. You don't. So. It's very sad. But we went for breakfast yeah. and not for lunch, mm-hmm. which means we didn't get chicken and dumplings, which is sad. But also, they had good food otherwise. Mm-hmm. They just have good food in general. They're, they're good at what they do. Yeah, Cracker Barrel is definitely an experience that it I've is. now had. It is an experience. <laughs> is it, was it a good experience? It was an interesting experience. Uh, I see. It was good. Mm. The food was good. <laughs> It was just, I don't know. I know what you mean. I know weird. exactly what you mean. It's very strange. It's very, if you're not used to the aesthetic, it's just kind of weird. It's like, are we at a garage sale for farmers? Is that what's happening? Why are there a bunch of, why is there a gift shop? And yeah, and why is there a gift shop here? And why is it so full of stuff? Why is yeah. it so big? But yeah, and then we had a coffee date. And we went to the thrift store. And he got a sword. Or an antique shop, rather. It's yeah. an antique Consignment. store thing. Consignment. Consignment sword. Yeah. I got a sword. Yes, I bought a sword today. <laughs> Best first date ever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it, true. It was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to take her to the airport later today. <laughs> See, we're so in sync. Uh, but we'll ha- we'll, we're going to be hanging out until then. So we'll mm-hmm. sign off. We'll leave you all to to go like our impending Facebook <laughs> post about being in a relationship. We appreciate all of your love and support and your excitement for us as we continue doing the Christian artist. That's not going anywhere. Um, but now we're, we're dating. <laughs> so that's a thing. And it's an exciting thing. Okay. That's it. We're out.